Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hello. Hello. That's Wells. Hey, welcome to show two. Get that out there. Yeah. And I... I I need to set the stage for how much excite I have about this particular episode. Yeah, I know. This is going to be a big deal, even if it ends up not being a big deal. Wells, how you doing? Fair enough. I'm with you, Jeff. I am super excited. Uh, the lineup that we have, uh, they're one of, actually, no, my last whale has fallen. This is one of two for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, but I, until I, we get a chance to have Utopius, which I have had. Shut up. I'll draft. I don't want to hear it. I'm Wells. I'm stroking myself on the show. My because dick is I this. Had, my dick is this peen. I have small peen. Sure. But I've had Utopius. But anyway. Doesn't matter, had Utopius. Doesn't matter, had Utopius. <laughs> it still counts. And title already. I intro just had Utopius. Intro music. We, we and it tasted so good. Yeah, Lord don't don't make the title I just had younger. That so good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, it's already decided. Had Utopius. Doesn't matter. Oh. Uh, it's doesn't classic. matter, had Utopius. Or it doesn't matter how you took it. There we go. Still counts. Still yeah, counts. but have you ever inserted a USB stick the correct way the first time? I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean let's be real here. I mean, all right. So uh, I've asked you two what you've been doing. So I'm going to ask myself, what have I been doing? What have you been doing? Jack and shit, like always. And shit left town. Yeah. Uh, I never leave the house. Uh, I just live in this room forever. Like, I'm so glad I moved my gaming rig out of this room because I literally would spend from the minute I wake up until the minute I go to bed in this room otherwise, which would just be a sad, sad existence. That explains the smell. Yeah, I know. Open a window or And why the floors are so sticky? Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you only thought that was popcorn ceiling. Oh! (laughs) Oh! Hey! Enough of that. Uh, pop hooray oh hey anyway all right so it's time for the show now that we've vamped and done all this stuff and and because one of y'all stole this from me i didn't steal it from you i found it first i know you whatever yeah i mean we all find our new stories it's it's weird five stories pop up it's weird when jeff puts things in the art and the the notes i'm not gonna lie like i'm used to I put in, it, it depends on the week. Sometimes Wells finds way more than I do. Sometimes I find way more than Wells does. We kind of split the load there. And then Jeff all of a sudden shows up with shit. And I'm like, wait, what? Huh? Huh? Wait, he knows the link? Yeah, I'm like, he he has this? I didn't think he did. Uh, Treehouse has decided that not only are they going to try to continue to grow and become this crazy big brewery, they are now going to open a distillery as well. Okay. Sure. Which, I mean, seems to be the next step for most breweries, but that's also the next step that most of them take after they've been in existence for like 20 fucking years. But like Treehouse to me, okay, so if you're making a lot of clean beers and I'll even say like brown beers, then like this kind of makes a little sense to me for somebody who primarily makes their dollar on haze bombs. And has made their name on hazy, juicy IPA. 
a distillery makes zero sense to me because it doesn't like I don't feel like you've made enough liquid that fits into something that you would want to distill. Although who knows? Dist- I mean, it's, like, it's, I, like part of me wonders if they're all just sitting around drunk one day, going, you know, we should try distilling Treehouse or Julius and see what happens. Well, I mean, think about it though. At the end of the day, how is Julius made? Is still made with grains. How is alcohol made? Still made with grains. Instead Ma- of dumping a bunch of flour into it, let's just put it in a distiller. Right, that's what I would say. Is what makes it hazy is the end process. So sure. I mean, it makes sense, but where this got weird for me was, like I said, this seems to be a common thing for a brewery that's been open for 15 plus years. Treehouse hasn't been around that long. And the fact that they have this much capital to not only open this insane fucking facility that they're opening and now do a distillery, it's like what they're they're charging a four pack. Yeah, when they're selling... Like well, three X cost. Yeah, yeah, and that and that's true, and that's very true. But at the same time, how long does this last? Like th- this. All right, maybe this is me. Just sky is falling on them. But are they growing too big too fast? Are they getting too big for their britches all of a sudden? Where, like, maybe you need to put the brakes on a touch, or do they have money that we just don't know about yet? Well, I mean, what if? And and I do mean what if because I've haven't personally. Uh, distilled before, but you know, what if you have some stuff that's getting ready to go like out of date, like you don't want to necessarily send it to a retailer or an account or something. Maybe it is better off just being kept in house and uh, riddle me this. What if they take their Julius IPA and distill it and then add uh, citrus peels and do a, uh, like a Grand Marnier esque type thing. We maybe add some back sweetener with vanilla and yeah. call it Orange Julius. Hot damn. You're welcome. Copyright 2021 crap beer cast. I, I mean, I would. I'm we will good. gladly entertain emails from your legal team on licensure of Orange Julius. Yep. I am. Although we, they probably already fucking make the beer. We just want the logo on the bottle. That's all we want. I, I would, you know, I'm looking at making my own triple sec just by taking vodka and, you know, adding citrus peels to it. I mean, you know, just I already have all the things at the house. I might as well just do something with them. Um, Better to make vanilla. Making vanilla is awesome. Well, I mean, making vanilla extract. You mean. Exactly, exactly. Because I'm, like, I'm not growing them vanilla. No, 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 no. I don't think they'll grow in my house. Well, and I, and I was going to say, too, especially kind of to what you guys were just talking about before we move on to the next story. If you homebrew your beer, you're not that far away from being a distiller. It's not that much different of a process. Well, yeah, but the distillation process is just something that I haven't gone through before. Right. Well, well, well all I'm saying is that, yes, it, it makes logical sense. Uh, For me, where my sticking point was is, is this too much too soon? Are we, are they getting too big too soon? Is this, you know, destined to fail? Well, I mean, thing? we all know who the heck Treehouse is. Even Jeff, uh, yeah. the, the resident, you know, doesn't really like hazies the same way we do. So uh, I, I don't think this is too big for their britches or they're moving too fast. I mean, uh, trust right. the process, man. Come on. It'll be fun. Sure. Why not? All right. What's going on with uh, Sierra Nevada? Sierra Nevada is uh, putting together their own uh, recycling facility. Good. So, and, and I say that for a very specific reason that we'll talk about after Wells. It is called the Western uh, 
man, you couldn't come up with an anagram or anything. Uh, the Western North Carolina Brewery Recycling Co- Cooperative. Blech. Wells so, is already tapped out. <laughs> I know. So it's a drop-off site for, what, 80 local breweries? Um, but other participating breweries include, and it's all Asheville. Asheville Brewing Company, Bramari, uh, Burial, Catawba, Highwire, New Belgium, Wicked Weed, and Zillicoa. So, look, everybody recycles aluminum. Everybody recycles glass paper, whatever, but there are a lot of things used in the brewing industry that aren't, that don't belong in like our typical recycling pool, so to speak. Um, So this is going to be a drop-off point for all these breweries to get together and kind of consolidate some of these more industry-specific items uh, and consolidate them and you know send them off to be properly recycled and disposed of rather than just landfill based well and I was gonna say that was that's always been my kind of biggest rant about recycling this is where my inner space hippie comes out because most of the shit Wait, that- your inner space hippie or your inner space hippie whatever I, it's an important look, question no look, I'm, it, I'm it, with it, Jeff I need some clarification on this. the equal Dude, of- look this is show two. You can't just be like throwing random words strung together. You need to be clear. All right, look, I'm a space hippie from time to time. I care about the environment. It bugs me what happens to recycling because nine times out of ten, when I throw shit in my recycling bin, it does not end up getting recycled. It ends up getting sold off to another country and just turns into trash. And that really bugs me because I take the time and effort to properly recycle something and it doesn't get properly recycled to begin with. And and there's a lot of, excuse me, counties and states that do this, which I get because operating a proper recycling facility is a lot of fucking work and a lot of fucking money. So if, if Sierra Nevada is willing to foot the bill, especially for some of this, this, we're not talking like a typical bottle or a typical you know, beer can. We're talking. We're talking like malt bags. Yeah, malt bags and fermenters, and you well, know, I wouldn't. Well, I mean, let's say your fermenter blew a weld, and you couldn't afford to <coughs> reweld it or whatever. I don't know. I'm just throwing random shit out there and hoping that this actually turns into a real recycling facility, and not we're just gonna, you know bail this shit up, and then mail it over to China. Because that's what happens to most of our cans. When we throw them into our recycling bins around here, it gets sold off. And that really bugs me. Oh, your cups are full. You don't get any of this. Yeah. I'm, I'm old man hippie ranting about I don't really I like there, recycling there, you know, because so, it doesn't do what it does. So look, there definitely is you know, the public opinion that recycling is this great thing and then there's what happens yeah there's the reality of it it doesn't really happen like i mean we think it does even like our local trash pickup does a recycling pickup and they've started like restricting like we're not going to take any of this stuff anymore and i'm like but that's stuff you recycle so you really just want metal is yeah. what i'm hearing you just want clean metal that we've cleaned for you so that you can just go and sell it i mean i could go and do that if i'm gonna go to all the trouble right do you you 
and I are around the same age. Wells, you're not that much older than us. I like I like I, I appreciate the fact that you're dragging me down to your age. Like I'm. I, know. I, like, I got I'm, you, boo. I got you. I love how he just slipped and called me older than y'all. No, no. He you guys not. remember, at least I know I do, Jeff. I don't know if you remember this. The <laughs> the can recycling machine that was oh, in yeah. town that you would go dump in all your trash bags of, and then you'd get money out of it. Heck yeah. That's all modern recycling is, in case anybody doesn't know. It's literally taking that stuff... It's bailing it up, and then you sell it off to another. Yep. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm old man ranting. I'll stop. Old man river. Old man ranting. Cycling drives me nuts. It doesn't work the way you think you do, people. Anyways, untapped. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice transition. Untapped. Speaking of things that make Josh angry. Yeah, untapped is another one. Josh Angie. Yeah. Episode title. Josh Angie. What's going on with Untapped? Or what is the the story of what it being is the deal with Untapped? The most fickle prize. It's because not tapped. It's not. It un- was a very fickle app know. when I was still using it. So, uh, you know, readers should know this is a, a good beer hunting article, which you know they get a little long sometimes. This Dear reader a- of the podcast, please know. <laughs> please please know this is good for when you've had bad Taco Bell. So, I really in, enjoyed this. This is kind of an article on the unintended consequences of Untapped, where distributors, bar owners are, you know, taking meetings with brewery reps. But it's really like, oh, your uh, your Untapped rating is high enough for us to have this beer on. Oh, or for real? Yes. Okay, this is show two. Fuck off. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, a beer I'm buyer. I'm about to walk out of this fucking episode. Are you serious? So, yeah. a beer buyer isn't going to take on a beer because the brewery's rating is not high enough. Now... To be fair, in some cases, those ratings could be warranted. But also, the majority of people checking in on stuff on Untapped, not majority, there's a good portion of people checking stuff in on Untapped that have no idea what they're rating. Yeah, or or no idea what the implications are. And I follow an Untapped uh, untapped WTF. It's an account on Instagram that does screen grabs of just mind-boggling uh, untapped ratings and people are like, oh, I don't, I don't like, like IPAs, yeah. quarter star, but that weighs so heavily against a brewery's rating that yeah. somebody doesn't like sours. I don't like, I don't like beer, zero stars. Yeah. I mean, like but, I've gotten to the that point. That could be like the unintended consequence of somebody not getting an account placement. So, so a lot of times I will check in the beer that we've had on the show and I will use the image that we post on the website, you know, yeah. A little cross-branding, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. A bit of a synergies. Hope. There you go. Corporate synergies. But sometimes there are beers that we don't necessarily like. But I'm not going to go out and two-star or one-star or quarter-star a beer because we didn't like it. I will just not rate it. If you don't like it, if it isn't the kind of thing that you like, don't rate it. You can check it in and get your tick mark and get your badge and all the other stuff that you're chasing after without actually rating it. 
You like like you're you're taking you're scoring a beer poorly because you are predisposed to not like it. And so what? You gave it a quarter star? Like good on you. Who cares? Nobody's ever going to care about your opinion. Your opinion legitimately sucks. Well, and all right, well, I'll let you answer this if you want to. You don't have to. I I know what you have done on the side for some breweries. Yeah. Does untapped work the same way as Yelp where it comes to, hey, you just pay us a little no. service money and we'll clean up your reviews? Or? No, no, okay. no, no, okay. no, no. Um, the only thing that I've done in terms of untapped is like flag things for merge, uh, just back backend data. Okay, up. okay. I was just curious. Um, no, there is there is no way I have not been personally... Uh, approached by anybody trying to get rid of reviews. I mean, if if somebody does a beer blend, and I I can flag that for deletion, it still has to like those requests have to be moderated. Okay. I have to say this is exactly why I want to delete this because it is a beer blend. This is violating terms of service. This that and the other. I mean, look, I'm a stickler. I'm an asshole. Right. You know. Well, and, and the only reason I ask that is because there are Yelp people that work at Yelp that will reach out to you if your restaurant is rated at two stars or three stars, and they'll say, "Hey, you just you just pay some hush money." Yeah, I've, I've we'll, heard we'll I've heard a whole bunch up. of bullshit about what goes on the scenes at Yelp. Um, I mean, that's which pl- I just plenty like of fun there, I mean, but that that level of behind the scenes uh, bullshit just does not happen in, in my. In, in my dealings with and, and I just didn't know if you'd heard of I wasn't saying you specifically I just didn't know if you heard nope okay ha- haven't heard anything okay but I mean still this is bullshit because yeah you're you're using a yes this is a very <coughs> excuse me beer nerd focused app right yep. like you know I, I look at this podcast we are a very yes podcast everybody has a fucking podcast these days and everybody's had the podcast for the last five years and every time a frog bumps his ass a podcast exists like that's how you're listening to frog bumped his ass podcast that's how prevalent they are brought to you by squarespace <laughs> and now i'm no, sorry i don't want to, I want to give any give any bad pictures uh brought to you by triangle area triangle area triangle for setting up area. your website super easy i but use it he, myself but i mean jeff Jokingly, is making a valid point. We have done this for almost eight years, have never even been approached to say, hey, we'd give you 50 bucks if you talk about this. That's probably because they've listened to us first. Well, and (laughs) smartfully so, and more power to them. But I I guess where I was going with this is we are a very niche thing to begin with, which so is untapped. How are you as a beer buyer going to look it's something so niche and filled with jack assery that you're going to so, make a decision to say it, it's, it's lazy. I it mean, is. You, that that is exactly where I was going to go. Wells, you I mean it's it's just lazy? You know, I could sample all your beers and and make a decision myself, or I can prejudge anything that you're going to bring and just say, well, your untapped ratings aren't high enough, and. This article also goes in and says, like, this is what the highest rated Pilsner is. This is what the highest rated 
light beer is. And there is a, a ratings bias against certain styles that this article really dips into. Which I'm sure Pilsners probably excuse me, are up there because yep. AB and Miller and everybody else makes all these bullshit Pilsners and lagers and everybody thinks they're trash beers. Uh, they, they're, no, which they're they really make, not. They make really good Pilsners and lagers, but everybody dumps on them because it's macro beer. They're not okay, incorrect. Okay, point, point. They are, they are uh, commingling this idea of this beer is bad because big beer makes it. But the reason big beer makes it is because it is good, it is popular, and they're really good at it. And gosh darn it, people like it. Well, it sells. This it pretty much. This article goes in further to talk about how the Untapped is essentially the very vocal minority. Um, Which the, is the, the point I was making earlier. The number of people that are using Untapped in terms of overall beer drinkers is in the low single digits, but entire breweries are looking at these ratings, and that is unfortunately. For some folks, it's what's driving them to, to make the kind of beers that they do. Hmm. If you work at a brewery and you are currently doing that, you are doing this wrong. You need so, to listen to your customer base. So, so it's kind of like, so this these aggregation review sites, whether it's Untapped or like Rotten Tomatoes or Metacritic, they can make and break content makers yeah whether whether it's video games or movies or you know as we're talking right now beer and it sucks yeah because there what ends up happening is you get this herd mentality and people are like oh well everybody's rating this movie poorly I, i should be rating it poorly too and then this movie tanks and it may not even be that bad is it oscar winner worthy no well, and, and but like you may actually freaking enjoy it. And, and, you know, video games is a great example. The three of us play video games, at least. Yes. You, you don't play them as much as you used to. But, right. But well, I'm aware of them. You you know they exist. Wells and I are, I would assume, well, a, a little more avid. You're young still, like him. I get it. Still plays video games quite a bit. Um, that was something that I kind of gave up was looking at these aggregate review scores because I, I would basically try to find a reviewer that I knew had similar taste as me. And if they told me that game was bad, I would still take it with a grain of salt because art is interpretation at the end of the day. Beer is art to me. It is. It's it an interpretation yep. of, of, of how you see things and how you look at things. And just like when we do buy no buy, it's an interpretation of what our palate says right. of where we say, yes, this is good. Yes, this is, or no, this is bad. And, and again, just because the popular opinion is this is a bad whatever doesn't mean that you won't like it. Exactly. Yeah, this is this yeah, laziness and just... I, I really There's like, a lot in this article that can really frustrate you. Um, but, you know, I, I use Untapped. I'm, I'm not... Um, adverse to it but i also have a you know if you look at my scores i got a really big four star bump because you know i i don't really 
I venture out of my wheelhouse a lot, but at the same time, I also stick to like the rivers, like it's the waterfalls. I'm not chasing them. I go right. stick to the rivers and lakes that you used to. If I see like a burial beer, oh, I'm probably going to like that. Oh, it's yep. probably going to. And so what's difficult, you know, so I was talking last show about being back in my hometown and there's a lot of product on the shelf that I'm not familiar with. Yeah. And my kind of knee jerk reaction is to whip out untapped and see what they say about stuff because I don't want to waste 12 to $16 on a four pack of garbage water, which is acceptable, which is acceptable. But like, you don't know, like that rating is an aggregate. So in theory, it should pan out over time, but like pastry stouts right now have a, they're all four stars, four and a half stars. And a, we've had a lot of pastry stouts that suck ass. Well, and I was going to say, kind of back to the aggregate review score thing, how many times has a Steam game gotten review bombed? Oh, yeah. And what does that do? That drives the overall aggregate score of that game down. And it could be a mediocre or at least enjoyable game at best, but you as the consumer see it as a negative or a yeah. mix, mixed review at best, and you go, no, nah, I'm not going to mess and, with that. And, and for every, like... Founders and Boulevard that it goes out and does something heinous that almost kind of deserves a review bombing. People aren't reviewing the beer in that case. They're reviewing the company and their ethics. Yep. And that's not really a fair approximation of what the beer gives. No, I, I don't believe in untapped review bombing a brewery. That that That's pretty silly to me. I mean, I would hope it doesn't exist, but it exists in all these other aggregate sites, and I've seen it time and time again. I've seen it for movies. I've seen it for TV shows. I've seen it for video games. I I hope to God it doesn't happen on Untapped, but and, who and, says it doesn't? And it becomes a game because then you have reviewers who need to go to extremes in order to get noticed. Because whether it's like, a, a and I know we're pushing away from Untapped a little here, but Metacritic or or, uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, they will feature, you know, reviews that are on the extremes. Yeah. And people realize that. And so they will write articles about how Dolly Parton sucks because whatever, just to get the clicks. That's all it's there for. It is gaming the system. Yep. That's so aggregate reviewing. Congratulations, you ruined Untapped. Yep, which was go. already broken to begin with. And, and hey. I remember, I remember back like recording back in the old, 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 old dark days, and us being old men shaking our fist at Untapped, going like, "What is this stupid app? You stupid millennials!" Yeah, now look at where it is. <sighs> but you know what? Look at what Oregon is doing. They're doing They're something positive. They're raising taxes on... Oh, wait, hold on. No. They actually have figured out some new hop genomes that could actually really help not only brewers, but medical researchers. Uh, so I, I, I had a, uh, a medical test done today, and the result is uh, my DNA test came back. I'm 100% need that good IPA. Oh, God. <laughs> Water me. <laughs> Josh, are you going to talk at all, or are you just like scrolling? We're I'm all, scrolling a little bit. Welcome to show two. We're all kind of cooked at this point. Yeah, we are. Have, a like, bit. was and here I was. I thought like I was the only one that was 
off my rocker because maybe I just hadn't drank enough lately and my tolerance is down and I'm just like loopy AF. Yeah. No. But like, no. apparently it's not just me. We're all just like, Woo. yeah. Well, anyways, um, hops can at least potentially try to help cure cancer, which, hey, guys, we've been fighting cancer for the last couple of years. I drinking mean, a, drinking them IPAs, buddy. Drinking them haze bros. I, I definitely, yeah. I don't think IPAs are going to prevent cancer. Uh, just FYI, we're not saying that. Yeah, no, they're not preventing cancer at all. Um, it, it's one of those things where, you know, hops is a cousin to marijuana. It's the same plant. They potentially could share a lot of the same medicinal purposes, and especially as the science grows and, you know, they start to study these genomes quite a bit more as genome mapping becomes more of a thing. And they can figure out, hey, oh, hey, this thing, you know, that weird little tick that you have. Oh, you take this medicine now. It's made out of hops. So eventually they'll be able to do that. I can't wait to go into my general practitioner and she'd be like, ah, yes, you have this condition. And be like, it's cool. I drink IPAs. I drink IPAs. Take a four pack of these and call me in the morning. That's right. Damn straight. Damn straight. I hear you want to treat my fatty liver disease. Guess what? I'm drinking IPAs. I would much rather uh, take my medicine in pint can form so long as it's not a suppository. <laughs> but only on Saturdays. Well, Wells, would you like a Cadbury cream egg, cream egg shoved up your ass from Goose Island? So, oh, number, well, so number one. No why? and no. Are so you number, sure? Because So number one, why is this a beer? Number two, why is this just now a beer? Both, yes. Uh, so yeah, Cadbury Cream Egg has now decided to team up with Goose Island, and they are making a beer. The Cadbury has teamed up with Goose Island for the Golden Goo Beer Beerly. Instead of Jubilee. Jubilee. Oh, I, like I couldn't figure out what word they were right, trying yes. to approximate there. Ooh. I want to read uh, story number four. Have you been making your Vicky sponge all wrong? I want to read story number four so I can learn what the fuck a Vicky sponge is. If you're not making Vicky sponge the right way, I mean, like, that's <laughs> on you. That's on you, bro. So, yeah, that's a fucking beer now. That's That's where this is my favorite part. That's where Goose Island has become now. You guys remember when fucking it was Goose Island and they made the best beer? On the, yeah, he's, I know. He's so done. I'm just he's done. so cooked. I am cooked. But you guys remember when fucking Goose Island was like the little darling of the craft beer world and the Navy bottom. I remember like, in um, like 2008. We had a group of friends. We would all get together and everybody would bring beer. And this one guy, he was a little little quirky anyway. He had gotten off work late. He had gone into a beer shop and said, I have this party with these friends. We're all bringing beer. I need something to impress. And they gave him like uh, one of the, the Goose Island sisters, the Sours. Mm-hmm. Oh, Matilda or the other one? Matilda. Okay. And he brought it in, and we were all just, like, blown away. Because at that point, like, most of what we had had was, like, you know, like, Red Stripe and, you know, Shandy. And uh, what's the uh, what's the grape one from Abita? A Purple Haze. 
you know, stuff like that. And he, you know, he brings this thing in and we're just like, Oh wow. Wait, what is this? Yeah. And, and look how far goose Island has fallen. Yeah. And really at this point, it's not, is it really goose Island or is it just like ABN Bev makes some deal with Cadbury and is like, eh, we'll let goose Island do it. Cause nobody yeah, else. Well, well yeah, that's, we had a damn Dunkin Donuts beer on this show a couple years ago. Like this type of corporate partnership synergy happens all synergy. the time. Use the right word it, or GTFO. It, it does, but I, I guess where it, to, to me it just becomes really funny is you know everybody says oh you know well AB didn't really mess with Goose all that much. They're still doing all their normal beers and they're they're still making Bourbon County. And then this happened, and I'm like um no, this shit hasn't been normal over there for a long fucking time. And they're probably not even brewing any beer at that facility anymore. What really pisses me off the most about this is uh, it does not look like this beer is going to feature Cadbury cream eggs at any point. Yeah. So it's a Cadbury cream theme beer. Yep. Where it's, you know, barley, oats, wheat, lactose, but then with cocoa nibs and vanilla beans so it's a milk stout with cocoa nibs and vanilla beans like with the cadbury cream egg logo on the can with with the logo on the can but it, it, yeah. at no point does it say this has cadbury in it at all which is look you can't tell me that this is the first beer that uh is a cadbury cream egg beer i could probably guess and say there's a dozen Cadbury cream craft beers like that just aren't licensed like oh right but I'm really just disappointed in this we can't wait people to try a very first beer and raise a glass to five delicious decades of Cadbury cream egg good for y'all that's cool that's awesome two packs available from the Goose Island website uh should be on sale by the time this article goes out. So I guess the, the, the double-edged sword here is that this is officially licensed by Cadbury, which means nobody's going to care. Everybody wants the one that's not officially licensed that has a cease and desist against it. Also, it's Goose Island. Who cares? Man, this has been a <clears throat> this has been a hell of a first half. <laughs> Sorry. Dear listener, sorry. Are we ready for break? Yes. Yes, yep. please. We'll be back at 30. Josh right is by. not unmuted. It's show two. Josh doesn't remember how to work the board. No, I don't. It's Wells, by no buy. How does that, how does that work? work, Wells? Uh, it's pretty simple. Obviously, we've been drinking beer throughout the show, and it's time for us to let you know what we think of it using a very simple system, buy or no buy. This is usually where I've poured extra uh, refresher reminder samples for everybody, and I've done a poor job. You get a poor job. P-O. Poor Whatever job. Um, First pick up. 
First beer up uh, from Devil's Logic, a fairly new brewery here in town. Yeah, within the last two years. There you go. Um, this is Hasty Generalization by Devil's Logic, a 4.9% um, English, e- English mild ale. No, no, it's an ESP. Well, on Untapped. I don't give a shit about Untapped. I'm going off of what their uh, thing said. Then maybe they should un- update Untapped. Oh my god! Maybe come I'll at just, me, bro. Maybe I'll just trust their menu more than what some random stranger. First off, I, and I love this little detail here. Shout out to Sarge for canning this. I just love the fact that they have a canned by, like, so you know who did it. It was Sarge. Um, you know, ESBs, English Milds, we don't see a lot of them. We don't but like this. Is one of those beers that's just like. It's under 5%. It's easy drinking. There's a lot going on while there's not a ton going on. This is an excellent beer. I really enjoyed this. Um, Absolutely would buy again. Wells doesn't like it. Josh? I am such a sucker for ESBs, um, and this just checks all the boxes. It's got some really nice biscuity malt going on. It's got some earthy hops. It's light Bodied, but 4.9%. Like, I can have several of these. Can I get an amen? But I also want several of these, and that's the difference. Like, just because it's 4.9% doesn't mean it's going to be good. Mm -hmm. You know what? Now, this beer is excellent. Um, One of my favorites that I've had from Devil's Logic, and boy, I would love to see some more ESPs. Around town, if English Milds are going to be a thing, let's make ESP a thing. Again, this goes back to what we were talking about either this show or last show. Like, I just, I appreciate, I appreciate when a, a brewery is willing to stretch out and make these old classic styles that are what people liked about beer before it became all about how many ingredients can we throw into a beer. Yeah. Restraint, tolerance, execution and excellence. Like these are all things like I'm, I'm now this, I know it's going to sound crazy. It's not going to sound crazy. You know, that was almost a Ric Flair restaurant promo. Ah! You just need to see see my limo outside (laughs) wearing my Rolex. Got my fancy suit. Uh, This beer, honestly, Wells, I wasn't sure about this brewery because I didn't know anything about them. I will go visit them because of this beer. 100% 100% because of that beer. Smart move, by the way. No, I mean, for real. I mean, it's it's a good move. Whoa. Josh, what do you think of this beer? This is a style that you can fuck up really easy. Like, this, this doesn't hide flaws at all. And this has no flaws. This is delicious. This is a big, huge buy for me, and now that Wells mentioned where they were, I forgot for a little bit, this was eh, around the summertime, that I used to be able to get their crowlers on Postmates quite a bit, (laughs) because, you know, I didn't want to go to the outside world and die. Right. Uh, Yeah, like, now that they're doing, like, when they first started having their delivery stuff, at least, because, you know, I had been in the facility... 
it's all like IPAs and you know sure. the the typical brewery fare. And to see that they're they've graduated to this, like, yeah. holy shit, that's fantastic. And where in town are they again? Just outside of Uptown, over yeah, to CPCC, like right down the road on Monroe. So heading towards Uptown on Monroe Road. Okay. Okay. And, you know the, where the road to, gets really narrow, yes. and the old people freak out because all the hospitals and doctors are over yes. there. Yes, just a little bit past that. Okay, so kind of near um, the place that like Black and Blue is always at, right? Yeah, general, not, not not far, a couple far of blocks. Away. Yeah, not, okay. Yep, couple Next. of blocks. Next year up. So, welcome to the Inside Charlotte Map Podcast. That's by right. the way, <laughs> maps. I'm the map. 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 Y'all don't have kids. You don't know what this is like. No, I don't. This was my world. There's going to be several dads out there nodding their heads going damn straight on the map. And Tico the squirrel was the shit. So we got a box in the mail from Mr. Mr. Former NC Crispy, now SoCal Crispy. You mean L.A. Rams fan Crispy? Well, they got rid of golf, I guess. So yeah. I, I don't know if that helps them or not. I don't yeah, know. who knows? Gosh, Chris was texting, yeah. So, so former host of the show and and beloved friend, Chris was texting one day, and he was like, "Hey, um, so Russian River is about to do this crazy drop," and I'm like, "Yes, please. I don't care what it is, whatever it is." And so we have um, a, a, a smattering of beers from Russian River because he sent us one of each, and it's like, been been like a while the, since we've had some Russian River stuff on the show for reals. Been longer since you had it. It's so like when we when think we of it. when we think oh, of yeah, good point. when we think of Russian River, we think of Pliny, and there are other West Coast style IPAs. I mean Pliny the Elder, correct? <laughs> and and that's pretty much where it kind of starts and stops. And the Asians, uh, yes, a, a damnation, supplication, supplication fornication, <laughs> Pliny for president, which yeah. we've had on the show, right? <laughs> but. Lo and behold, in this box that Mr. Christopher Purvis sent, there's a bottle of STS pills. I don't know what the STS stands for, but it is their Pilsner. Um, at this point, it is six weeks old. Not that that really should matter. Um, you know, 5.35%. This is a freaking excellent Pilsner. Like, I don't... It's just really good. I really like it. Um... The bummer is if I'm at Russian River, this isn't what I'm going for. But you should. But it totally is great. Like it's that weird, it's that weird double-edged sword of, you know, we're we're in this kind of era right now where pilsners and loggers are making a comeback. And we all I don't say, well, we I tend to bypass them for an IPA. And I should this is an excellent beer. This is freaking fantastic. And of course, it's Russian River. It's excellently made. I really like it. I, I would absolutely buy this again. Not that I bought it this time, but I would buy it. Wells? It checks all the boxes. Look, it's crisp. It's clean. It's still incredibly flavorful. There's nothing wrong with this because if there was, there was no room to hide. It's a delicious beer. Who knew that a uh, Russian river could do the uh, dainty things so well as they do, you know, just like IPAs. tickle that, that like right underneath you know what? the undercarriage. I saw that. I saw that. Uh, 
Anyway, look. <laughs> it's it's sometimes. about Josh. Sometimes all Wells helps us. All the Wells hates us all the times. Is that why you don't answer my text half the time? You're like, it's well, this fucking guy. To again? be fair, when you text at two a.m. asking you up, I mean, like, I ignore you too. Well, all right, fair enough. Uh, no, this is. It's a pills, and it's a damn well-made pilsner. And when you get a damn well-made pilsner, you go, holy shit. Big, huge buy. Next beer up. Next beer up is an IPA from Russian River. It's the Happy Hops IPA, which wasn't really even familiar with at all. I feel like we've had this a thousand times at Make a Wish. Or, uh, uh, make a Wish? Jesus Christ. Whales, Whales for, for wishes. wishes. Potentially? I don't know. Um, no, no, I know we've had this, but we've never had it on the show, which is amazing to me. Well, I mean, there's the difference between... Right, I know. I, I'm not going to scurry a bottle oh, away from I'm glad you knew not. exactly what I was going to say. A, a oh, bottle share, like a monster. I don't I've ever had this before. I, I don't recall ever hearing of this. Okay, well, maybe Mark just shares beers with me. That That's cool. He shares I mean, a lot of shit with you. You guys don't know about um, it. Okay, so I've checked this in one time. Yeah. No, we've... we've Whales for Wishes 2019. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. 2019, definitely had it at Whales for Wishes. Um, it is absolutely an excellent IPA. Like, if you, if you aren't in California drinking Pliny the, the Elder all the time and somebody gave you this, I don't feel like you would be slighted in, in, in even the smallest bit. This is an excellent IPA. It is clear. It is West Coast. It is a bitter boy. I absolutely adore it. It is a big buy for me, Wells. To you. Is it weird that I was more excited about the STS Pilsner? Like, this is, this is really good. It's light. It's hop forward. It's this, that, and the other, but at the same time, like I just, I'd rather have the Pilsner again. Um, I'd rather have Pliny the Younger. Okay, more for have... us. Moving on, Josh. Yeah, that, what do you uh, think? Yeah, exactly. I mean, more, more for y'all on that. I am going to no buy the uh, Happy Hops. I think it's fine. I hope you're right. Giving you more. You didn't finish your first. I don't like. So. There is a reason why I didn't, Jeffrey. Ha- Me- having, meanwhile, ha- having been, you know, back in my my home state, and you know, watching my sister and brother in law parent their children, you know, and the whole like, you need to eat your dinner before you get your dessert. You didn't finish that. Uh huh. You don't get more. Uh, no, I do. Because I want to. <sighs> what are your thoughts on Happy Hops? Uh, it's bright. It's clean. It's got a good nose. Got a good balance to it. I would buy it, but only if I was in California. So I guess I'm going to have to know buy it because I can't regularly buy this beer. Oh, come on. What are you going to come but, on But if you were with? somewhere and saw it, you would buy it. All right, fine. If, if it showed up at... If it showed up at Common Market tomorrow, I'd fucking buy this beer. Because, I mean, that's just... Would you... The, the whole... The whole spec of buy no buy is would you spend your money on that beer but how many times have we had this weird space argument about time and distance and all that shit? time and distance and money and secondary and all that kind of shit would you buy it if you saw it all right fucking fine i'd buy it next beer up so it's happened you guys it's really it's really happened for for a number of years why this wasn't the final beer up is beyond me well there's there's a very good reason for that 
for a number of years, I had added to my wish list for beers that I wanted to have. And then like we hit this kind of critical mass on the show where I kind of got to a point where I was like, beer is all the same within like very small percentages. I don't understand spending $400 for a bomber of an Imperial stout when the Imperial stout I can get here is maybe arguably not as good, but close enough that I'd be willing to save $395. So I haven't added anything new to my wish list, my bucket list for a number of years. And I've very vocally said that my bucket list was Pliny the Younger and Utopias. And right now I am holding an almost empty bottle of Pliny the Younger. I love how you actually made me reach out for those last two drops. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to talk on the mic. Um, so, so first off, you know, Chris, uh, th- thank you in so many ways for fulfilling for, especially me and Josh. I mean, like we had every intention of getting to sample this beer a year ago because it was going to be a focal point of whales for wishes. And even though we knew we weren't likely to win the giveaway baskets, we knew deep down that Mark was going to hook us up. Hopefully <laughs> we hoped, but you did. And, um, the, the hard part with, with having a beer like this is that it's, it's kind of that like thing of you don't ever want to meet your, your heroes cause they're going to let you down. Yeah. Um, I texted a picture of this to my buddy Scott in, in Washington. <laughs> and I said, look, I don't mean to make you jealous, but FYI, dick pic. <laughs> I don't know what I expected from this beer. Um, Pliny the Younger is a triple IPA. It is 10 and a quarter percent. And yet it is almost as clear as Pliny the Elder is. I, I'm smitten. I absolutely love this beer. This is super sneaky at, at the percentage that it is. Um, I wanted to like be all measured and say things like, Oh, you know, like I had these high expectations and it didn't meet it. This is the beer that I thought it was the beer that I hoped it was. And, and so for, for those of you that maybe have this on your, your bucket list, I will tell you this did not change my life. No beer should, but this is excellent. And I'm glad to have had it. And Chris, from deep down in the bottom of my heart, thank you for sending this. No bye. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Big bye. <laughs> Where are you at on this one? I'm... I- when you said the don't meet your heroes, I really felt that because I, handling, you know, opening this bottle, you know, popping that cap, it's like, man, I hope this is as good as I hope it is. And uh, it, it was. This was exactly what I was hoping it could be. No, it did not change my life because beer shouldn't. Um, but boy, this was super tasty. 
super clean. And if you're a fan of Pliny the Elder, hell, if you're just a fan of IPA in general, um, oh, I never thought I'd see the day. I, th- I thought I was going to have to like go to Philly or go to, you know, California or, you know, Colorado when they had these tapping events and th- mm-hmm. these are now, uh, bottled it's just kind of blowing my mind this is really great beer and i'm and it sounds like in talking to chris that this was such a cluster because the website crashed yeah yeah we were texting because like all of the the, all the dude bros tried to get out on it whether they could legally get it shipped to them or not and so a bunch of orders got bounced out thankfully chris was able to get in and it was like so like each of these four beers that we had i think he got a a, a mix of like either three or four of each of them. Yeah. So, you know, like, even like I felt bad because even Jason was like, hey, man, if he gets an extra one <laughs> and I'm like, no, totally. I get it because, you know, like I'd be more than happy to send some big time revolution beer his way, you know, like work it all out. And he was like, I, I didn't get enough. Yeah. And like, I don't. Like there isn't one portion of my being that has any issue with that at all because the fact that he was able or willing to give up one when it's that big a deal, I mean, that's a big deal. Josh, what do you think? Big solid buy, Josh. I think it's working. I'm only going to play 15 seconds of the song. You guys can't hear it because I haven't put the headphones in yet. You were everything I want. You were everything I need. <laughs> Damn, this is good. Like I, I did get not... knocked down, but I get up again. No, not Chumbawamba. The other one. This is wow. I I know that we put beers on a pedestal on the show. We have for a long time. Jeff and I used to be truck chasers. Oh, this beer's coming in. This beer is coming in. We should go chase it. We both gave that life up for a good reason. Because beer should not be the thing that you were chasing after. But if this beer were to happen to just fall into your lap or a friend says, Hey, yo, I have an easy access to this. You need to, you need to sample this. This yeah. is... Without a doubt. This is crazy. Like, I did not expect this to be as smooth as it is. Yeah. You know, it, it, the sad part is, like, in the middle of all this, Chris is, is spinning me this story that El Segundo makes a triple IPA that's better. And I'm like, mm, okay. 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 Like, he's new in town. That all being said, I, we'll have that El Segundo here in uh, another show or two. Yeah, which I'm excited to try too because, I mean, they make good beers, but damn. And I don't, I I know we need to do the final beer, but do we even need to do, I tap that or is this a unanimous, like... I don't know, Wells is really excited about that. the hill I'm dying on. I mean, Jesus Christ, this is fantastic. All right, Jeff, final beer up. And and I really hope that this isn't, of course, I don't have another bottle of this, so I can't like do it in another vacuum to see if it was really that good. But man, I like so many times we have those beers and like that, like I'll, for me that utopias barreled worldwide stout will always be 
kind of the outlier. But we have those beers that we get so excited about, and then we finally have them, and it's just like, eh. Yeah, no, this was not the This eh. was not, yeah. This one lived up. Yeah. Um, Kind of the, the fourth beer that Chris sent, and, and kind of the reason we did it last is that it's a sour, but it's the Funky Footer. It is a cherry beer. Um, I, I, I feel like we are all spent and there's not a whole lot left. So I don't want to belabor this point. It's a solid cherry sour beer that was fine until I got to the end of my pour. And then I was just kind of done. Also, it is close to nine o'clock at night. I'm an old man that doesn't need to be drinking cherry sours at nine o'clock. You don't want the burns. I'm going to be burping all night long and I'm going to wake up at like 1130. Cause yes, I will go. I will crash hard when I get home. 1130 I'll reflux and I'll be like hacking for about half an hour. And my wife will get so frustrated with me. <laughs> Would you? And I'll be like, would, but like Pliny the Younger, like you have to be okay because Pliny the Younger. Because Pliny the Younger, but I mean, I, I'm going to assume you're going to know by the cherry beer then, because you didn't really say it, that. You it is, it is a, it is a good beer. It is a good cherry beer. Um, I, I'm thinking about Jason specifically. He would have loved this. Um, I, I don't seek out a lot of cherry sours, so it's, it's a no buy for me. But it is actually a really well made beer. Well. I really enjoy this. I I think it's nice that it's got a touch of cherry rather than being a cherry fooder barrel aged beer. It's a fooder aged beer with cherries. Um, and I know that distinction may sound small, but it's everything to me. Um, super nice, super easy, super light. Um, look, if you have had Russian River sours, fruited sours before, you kind of already know the drill by now. There's a, a really high floor, and this beer is by Josh. So I have been very hit or miss on Russian River Sours. This one, Chef's Kiss. Yeah. It's it's not like cloying. It doesn't want to make me pull my teeth out. This is great. Uh, absolute big buy. So we already know what we were going to tap. So, Jeff, we're at the end of the show. Where are we at? Come find us on the interwebs at Crap Beer Cast, where you can hear us gush about Plenty of the Younger. Um, also, you can find us facebook.com slash craftbeercast. You can find us patreon.com slash craftbeercast. You want to support us that way. If you want to send us beer, if you've got beer in your market that you would like for us to have on the show and rate and review, buy no buy, um, reach out to us. Either contact at craftbeercast.com via email or slide into our DMs at CBCast on the Twitters. Wells, where can they find you? If you want to yell at me on Instagram or Twitter, find me at all the Wells. Uh, I'll do some beer trades. Sure, screw it. Let's go. Uh, Josh, where are you on you, the internet? You can find me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Don't forget to tell a friend. Tell somebody. Don't forget to go to our subreddit slash r slash craft beer cast and yeah we've had everything else so we will talk to you guys next thursday 